0: Simply considering it, the path of harmony may seem an obvious choice, yet what we do in the face of life's pressure may be very different. Imagine sitting in a peaceful place, in a nice room with the warm, gentle breeze blowing through. You are very quiet and letting go of stress worries your eyes are closed and you feel the cares of the day falling away you are in a good quiet place and your breath starts to soften and deepen picture how your body feels in that kind of a space on that kind of a day Then as the wind blows through, all of a sudden, unseen, a door behind you slams fast and loud. Imagine if you will the experience in your body. What happens when you are really relaxed and all of a sudden there is an unexpected loud sharp noise? Think of your condition at the instant you are startled. There's a rush of energy through your system. Notice in your imagined scenario, the somatic response, the signals, the way your state of muscle tension in your posture reacts to the energy rush. The way we react to energy is referred to in some systems as the startle complex. In any emergency, a rush of energy courses through our system to enable us to respond. Biology calls it adrenaline. Psychology, the fight-flight response. The increase in energy startles us out of our comfort zone When we get a charge of energy, we respond similarly to receiving an electric shock. When we are startled, our energy, and with it, the center of our attention, rush in the direction of our attention, conscious or unconscious, we automatically go into protective mode. A frightened turtle exemplifies a startled reaction to an energy rush. In reaction to the startled complex, we get uptight. In varying degrees, we tighten our muscles and pull into our shells. In doing so, we disconnect from the ground of our beings, which is the source of both our guidance and our power. The system of thought, feeling, and action interacts with, affects, and is affected by every stimulus imagined as well as actual. The neurochemical hormonal system generates and releases energy for the work it will have to do or imagines that it will Thinking of highly charged situations, our energy system begins to respond as if the situation were occurring. Hormones flood our neurochemical systems simply from daydreaming. All of this affects the corpus, the physical body, generating a reciprocating echo throughout the system. Corpus, soma, and psyche. The intensity of the rush responds in relation to how we perceive a situation. The system of perception identifies, accurately or otherwise, how important or threatening we deem an encounter. Our system evaluates what energy is required to handle a situation or produce a desired outcome and then accesses the energy needed for the job. In the rush of life, we lose our center. We lose connection with our experience and ability to see the moment. A similar physical response happens every time we get startled. Pressure from tension is always present, though at a low-grade intensity, it is less obvious, so we are not aware of it. When we have a close call on the freeway, at that level of intensity, tension is highly noticeable. Our shoulders go up and forward. Our neck pulls in and our muscles tighten. We hide and protect. The reptilian brain fires off a reaction before the frontal lobes. The higher brain has a chance to process the energy input The startle reaction, programmed in countless eons ago, is still our first response, whether it is appropriate or not. Unless we deal with the startle reaction, unless we attend to and are responsible for our state, we are controlled by our reaction to life's energy. We have made so many decisions, social, political, economic, and spiritual, out of a reactive state. We should be willing to reconsider them. Instead, we defend our reactions as if they were precious. In fear of the unknown, we hold to established feelings, thoughts, and attitudes until the next emergency overwhelms us and forces change upon us. Almost everyone knows we should go with the flow, but when we are startled, we usually hold against it. When we are startled, we lose our key. Common sense goes out the window. We should have lots of common sense We've used so little of it. The faster clay on a potter's wheel goes, the more centered it needs to be. When the energy rush hits, pressure on our system speeds us up and throws off our center. Our minds go faster. We get frantic. We lose it. As we handle more and more power, we require increasingly precise attention to center and ground. Without it, we end up with off-the-wall behavior. Centering produces balance. Off-center, we are required to tense muscles to hold our bodies in an unbalanced posture. As tension increases, we compensate by physically contorting our bodies, which adds to the process. In a boiled frog syndrome, it happens gradually and we do not notice something else is possible. When we center physically, the body comes into a balanced alignment. The skeletal structure supports the weight of the body The muscle tension releases, freeing energy for intentional use. Tension building gradually over time makes it possible to tense up to quite a degree without being aware of it. Look at people's posture and facial expressions under stress. We quite literally get bent out of shape. We get bent out of shape emotionally as well as physically. If we do not notice, we do not correct. We calcify in these attitudes and postures. The cumulative effects of low-grade tension cause stress over time. Burnout, cumulative exhaustion is the body's attempt to regain a natural balance. Aikido teaches us to harmonize with rather than react to the energy we are experiencing. The process of centering heals our reactivity and reestablishes harmonious relationship with the moment. The first stage of training in Aikido emphasizes opening and allowing the energy to flow through. The practice of centering implies straightening and settling, relaxing and grounding ourselves. The practice begins with physical centering but echoes quickly affect the mental, emotional and spiritual realms. We respond differently when we are off than when we are centered and in harmony with ourselves. When we are in resistance to and pushed around by our energy and emotions, we lose touch with our essential self. When mind and body disconnect, communication turns into static. When we cannot access the sensory input that we need to assess a situation intelligently, we act without our full intellectual capacity To be effective requires constantly centering, physically, emotionally, and in the realm of the spirit. The quality of our participation changes the field of possibility. When we armor ourselves against the fear of the unknown, we defend ourselves against experience we go off on the rush of energy. If we resist our own experience, we are consequently out of touch with what is going on with our environment and ourselves. In this state, we cannot sense the environment fully nor interact with it effectively. The possibility of creative response is lost. In resistance to the energy, experience of life, we do not function well. We no longer make choices from our best operating place. We default to react defensively out of fear rather than with a confident and sincere interest. The whole system, the physical structure, the thinking, feeling, and emotional intelligences tighten. Energy is captured by and drains into feeding the tension of resistance. We waste our energy fighting with ourselves. Eventually, we project our inner conflict out into the world and fight with each other. When the pressure of the fight seems beyond our control, we go into avoidance or overwhelm. Aikido training teaches us to take the time necessary to open our perception to the flow of energy. Centering in relationship to the rush unifies mind, body, and spirit. A unified field of being aligns all the forces of our beings enhancing effectiveness and giving us the opportunity to participate at a new level.